Would you please stand with us while we worship?
Make me an offering. Make me.
Great lights on in Galilee. Some say madman, some say king. A wonder-working rebel priest. Jesus Christ the Nazarene. He knew well what it would take. us all from sin and grave. A perfect man would have to die, and only he could pay that price. Friday's good cause Sunday's coming. Don't lose hope cause Sunday's coming. You're done, you better start running. Friday's good cause Sunday is coming. So let those soldiers take him in. His friend betrayed him with the
sings to him alone. We watch and wait, bride for a groom. Oh, church, arise, he's coming soon. You ready to see this? Okay, um, is it on? Yep, okay. All right, so let's uh, open a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the blessings of this day. And as we come together, we uh, do think of uh, uh, Jacob, that he would uh, be able to get well soon. And uh, we just thank you for uh, his effort to be here today. Um, so guide us as we look into your word and uh, we thank you for uh, those that are here. We pray for those that could not be here that are not feeling well uh, with this uh, cold that seems to be going around. Just uh, help them to recover quickly and uh, get back on their feet. So Father, we again thank you for this day and your blessings for we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Okay, so Jacob was going to uh, speak from uh, Romans 12, and uh, so I will take us on a kind of a, a quick tour of the first, or of the uh, chapter 12 of uh, Romans. So if you would, uh, open your Bibles to, to Romans 12. Uh, we'll start in verse 1. So in verse 1, we read, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to rest and appear, approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That passage, um, it, it is telling us that if we want to know God's will, then we have to be in fellowship with him. And we get in fellowship by simply as believers uh, confessing our sins to God uh, in prayer. And he is quick to forgive us our sins. And he assures us that those sins are as far as the east is from the west. And what um, is being said here is 
if you want to conform to God's will, you need to understand what his will is. And we cannot accomplish that or do it unless we have the word of God in our minds. And how do we get that? We study the Bible. We have God speak to us. And the best way we can do that is to first confess, unconfess sin as we go to God's word. And we uh, go in with the, uh, the mind that uh, his word is going to speak to us. He's going to convict us. Uh, there are going to be times when we were like, oops, did I just read that? <laughs> um, and that's a good indication that you may, you may be out of fellowship with the Lord at that point. And uh, so you want to be able to confess and get back to his, his uh, will for our lives. And he's telling us here that we're not to conform to this world. You know, this world is temporary. It's not, not going to be around. We don't know for how much longer. Been around a long time. Uh, Sunday school lesson, we were uh, talking about the town of uh, uh, Manry, or actually the, the location of uh, Manry, uh, just outside of he Hebron. And it's the place where Abraham established and, and built a, a, a shrine, a, uh, an altar to God because of God's grace towards him. So that's 4,000 years ago. And the location is known, uh, and it's been excavated, and uh, you can actually walk on what uh, the author of the uh, video that we watched calls a holy, a holy place at a, at a, a holy place, the, the, uh, shrine, the uh, altar, and holy ground that surrounds it. So, you know, God has a purpose for every one of us. And we don't always understand what God's doing in our lives. But there's times when we want to say, God, what are you doing to me? And those are the times when we need not conform to this world and get angry at the world and angry at everything else because that's not going to solve anything. What's going to solve the situation is, again, getting right with God and not conforming to this world. Um, I can assure you, you get criticized for it. You'll get uh, uh, ridiculed for it. Um, there are those that uh, profess that so much of the Bible is just fairy tales. I couldn't name a book that is out there that is full of fairy tales. We'll leave, we'll leave that. But um, so this book, however, uh, I, I like uh, historical archaeology uh, of the Holy Lands because not that I need it to, to convince me of God's will or, or God's presence uh, at a place or his people were at this place or that place, but because it, uh, it does help to confirm to the people that you run into who say, ah, you know, the Bible is just made up stories. You know, the, the, the continuity of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation says very clearly that, and, and over that period of time that it was recorded, uh, that no human mind could sew that all together and put and, and knit it together the way that it is. Because you know, as you study the Bible in Genesis, you can find uh, evidence of uh, this particular situation in the New Testament. And, uh, and the times that it was written uh, in between times, uh, nobody could have done that. Here's a passage when I was doing a study on um, memory that came to mind. Um, Genesis 12, 1 through 3. It reads, The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. 
I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. That is a confirmation and it's a prophecy of Christ. I mean, how, are, how is the whole world, all the peoples in the world, possibly going to be blessed through Abraham's seed other than through Christ? Because Christ died for the sins of the world, not just for one person or two persons or certain per persons that God selected in eternity past. It is for all people. Christ paid the price in total. Sin is not going to be an issue when we face God. It is going to be, what have you done for Christ? Because sin's paid for. It's, it's done. We're not going to be judged for our sins. We will be judged for what we did in the name of Christ. So, when you look at what... Uh, is being said here in Romans. Um, to carry on from verse 2, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself any more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with uh, many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, we are many from one body, and each member belongs to all, the, to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in, pro, in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. So we're given instruction on how we're to respond to the gifts that God gives us. Now, the gift of prophecy, as I understand it, and the gift of tongues, ended at the canonicity of the scriptures. Um, and, you know, and it's a controversial subject amongst Christians, uh, many groups of Christians, that, uh, well, I can prophesy this, I can prophesy that. Um, I think that prophesying and speaking in tongues requires certain witnesses. And uh, prophecy in the Bible is the prophet gives a short prophecy, something that's going to happen in the next, uh, say, next three months, and if it does, then that prophet's long-term prophecy is true. But if it doesn't occur in that three months prophecy that he gave, he's to be what? Stoned. And so, because he's a false prophet at that point. So that's the, the Old Testament understanding of, of prophesying. Um, tongues requires translators uh, in, in amongst the congregation. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I just think that these were specific times and, um, and specific events that took place. That does not negate that. Uh, so I, I would presume that a true prophet could exist, but uh, I think we'll look at the it says clearly, let him use it, prophecy, in proportion to his faith. So if his faith is strong enough to make the, the short-term prediction and gives a long-term prediction, well then, uh, that's the instruction and in how we're to give it. And there's the uh, ability to serve, um, serve the congregation, uh, serve, uh, uh, serve the people around you, um, also to uh, contribute to the needs of others, encourage, 
uh, let's face it, we all need encouraging, encouragers in our lives. Um, pretty miserable to be around a person that uh, constantly is ridiculing and criticizing you. Um, you want to be around people that uh, give you encouragement. Um, you know, so many things uh, in my lifetime, and I've been around for a few years, um, has come from people that have encouraged me, who have uh, encouraged me to, uh, to carry on in situation uh, and see it through. Um, so I think that uh, this is what is being said here, is uh, if you have that gift of encouraging others, then be sure and use it. It's, uh, it's there, God's giving you that gift and giving you that uh, ability. Uh, and some people have a knack for it. And I think that's where the gift comes in. Um, and then the gift of giving, uh, you know, several places in the Bible it mentions, uh, you know, uh, give, uh, not letting your right hand know what the left hand's doing. Um, give hilariously. I love that one. Um, because the word there uh, in the Greek means give, give hilariously. So in other words, joyfully, uh, if not grudgingly, um, you know, who wants to, you know, have somebody give you something grudgingly? Uh, nobody does. Um, so then uh, reading on in, uh, let's see, in verse 9, Love must be sincere. Um, you know, this is an expression that goes around um, today. What is it? Um, uh, kind of like stonewalling you uh, and uh, you know, giving false sense of of, uh, of caring about somebody or someone. Um, and of course, in this world today that we live in, there is, uh, you know, one of my favorite words, uh, narcissistic people. <laughs> of course, we all have some of that, but uh, there are some that go way overboard. Um, and so I think that, uh, again, uh, if love, if you're going to love, love sincerely uh, and hate what is evil, uh, cling to what is good. Um, and how do we know what is good and what is evil? Bible tells it makes it very clear to us what is and what isn't evil and what is good and what isn't good. Um, be devoted to one another on, in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. And I think this again is getting at that selfless giving, that selfless sharing, that selfless um, uh, concern for others that um, that you need to be aware of the old saying goes, the other person's moccasins and what they're, what they're walking in because we don't know. We don't know what the next person uh, standing next to us uh, is going through. Um, you know, you don't know that they've, if they've just lost a, a loved one or, or what the situation, the circumstances is. But be aware of if they're hurting, that they're hurting and try to comfort. Um, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spirited fervor serving the Lord. So if you're going to have zeal, have zeal for the Lord and, uh, and share what God's doing in your life. You know, every one of us has something going on in our lives. And, you know, if it is something that someone else can benefit from, share it because it might be just the thing they need to hear be joyful in hope you know our hope is in the Lord so we ought to be joyful because we know he knows the beginning from the end or to the end and he knows what's in store for us and we again get some explanation of what that is in his word Um, share uh, with God's people who are in need. 
practice hospitality. Again, we need to be hospitable. You know, when we were designing the kitchen in the building next door, the, the thought of it was, if ever there's another Walmart situation, God forbid, that that kitchen and that building would be available to the community to help those that are hurting as a result. Bless those who uh, persecute you. Um, bless and do not curse. Now, that's a hard one. <laughs> uh, I think we've all been there. We've all had situations where, you know, and usually it comes from somebody who never, never would have expected it. But if it does, um, seek out the blessing in it. Let, let, let God deal with it. Because what does he tell us? He, revenge is his, saith the Lord, not ours. And that's hard. That's tough. You know, you just want to get out and strangle somebody at times. But no, that's not the way. God's telling us here, you know, treat it as a blessing because God will deal with that situation and that person or persons. Um, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those that mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Do not be willing, uh, but be willing to exercise with people of low position. Or associate with people of low positions. Uh, and do not be conceited. Again, um, this is where I think the narcissistic uh, society that we're living in comes in. Um, it's uh, deceitful. It's uh, constantly uh, people that are uh, just proud, for one thing. They're very proud of themselves, of their, of their appearance, of, um, of what they've accomplished. And be willing to associate with people of low position. Maybe, I think we probably have all met people there too, and we've seen it, uh, you often see it in the movies, um, where you know, someone is just so, you know, I'm, I'm up here, you're down here uh, type thing, and holding people uh, at arm's length because they're not, they're, they're, they're not your equal. That again is not of the Lord. That is something that, um, the Lord obviously frowns upon. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but have room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And I think it's a good reminder, this passage, of how God wants us to live and to behave and conduct ourselves. Um, is it difficult? Sure it is. Um, you know, it's because we have a nature in us that, you know, we can either do good or we can do bad. Um, and that is what we, I think, in our walk daily need to keep in mind is, are we hurting someone by our actions or are we blessing them by our prayers and our concern for them? We're going to probably end up a little early. Um, so with that, we'll close. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you for your word. For in your word, 
is it your mind and how you would have us conduct our lives and our walk. And we thank you for it. We thank you for the text that we've gone through. We thank you that you have provided salvation for us through Jesus Christ and none other, by faith and faith alone. So Father, as we set about our separate ways today, just pray for safety as we travel and that we continue with these thoughts that we've reviewed throughout this coming week. Be with Josh. Pray, Father, that you'll help Jacob and Roger uh, Dunning to get well. Um, they're not feeling well, and I'm sure there's many others that are not able to be here today because of illness. We just pray that you will uh, heal them, make them well, so that we can be back together next week and praising you, the Savior of our lives and our soul. We pray in his precious name. Amen.
Missed.